what's going on everybody welcome to one more round i'm excited today to have nicole on with me uh if you like what you hear today make sure you share like comment um you know I, i'm sure a lot of people can get value out of this so uh, nicole sutton is the founder of courage to change coaching she's a certified jay shetty life and success coach and works with women on identifying patterns and triggers in their life that may be holding them back from connecting to their authentic selves through this process, her clients are becoming more confident and aware of the power they hold within themselves and creating a life they are proud of. When she is not coaching, you can catch her with her amazing husband and their two little girls. She loves checking out new restaurants, finding new trails to hike on, and enjoying a good old family movie night. Welcome, Nicole. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So exciting. <laughs> yeah. So we were just catching up a little bit before uh, we came on, and you told me you're an Arizona native. Yes. Kingman. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we're one of the few. I'm Safford. You're Kingman. Yeah. What was it like growing up in Kingman, Arizona? Well, I mean, it was perfectly fine. I, you know, I didn't know any better. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> People are always like, "What? Are you, what? Would, how would you do out there?" You know, and it's like, whatever you did, you know, it's like I. It's just growing up in a small town and community, and um, I grew up playing softball, so doing a lot of sports. I kind of played all sports, but softball is kind of where it landed okay. for me. So what position? Uh, pitcher and shortstop. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, loved it. <laughs> Did you uh, go to college with it, or no? I um, I did not. I kind of stopped playing in high school just with some of the politics that were around it. It just kind of became too much and it was I kind of became over it unfortunately um, and I knew I wanted to at first be a hairstylist so mm -hmm. I was like just I don't need to go to a four-year college for that right. <laughs> so that's um, that's what I decided to do and yeah how long were you a hairstylist for well I'm still I'm still a hairstylist mm -hmm. um, as well as just starting my business um, my coaching business so for the past 15 years mm -hmm. I've been doing hair. That's great. So 15 years in the hair business, what have you learned from that? Um, I have learned a lot. I've learned that um, maybe people don't even come to you just to get their hair done. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of women are coming in um, and just talking with you. And you think about it, I mean, people come in, you know, every like three to six weeks, I'm seeing them more than I see my family or more than like close family, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, or that they see their family. Uh, so yeah, you get really, um, you know, connected and really um, grow some bonds there. So it's funny, uh, one of my old business partners, he used to joke, he said, you know, I think 20% of our customers pay us to do the work that we do. Yeah. 80% uh, pay us to be their friend. Yes. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's true. You know? Exactly. And, and it's uh, that personal part of the business is so important, especially, you know, as a hairstylist. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So where do you practice out of? Yeah, so I'm in Central Phoenix, and I've been there for five years. And uh, I, cre I went over with two girlfriends of mine. We were in a big salon space mm -hmm. before that. And then, yeah, just decided to take the leap and create our own space and have our own you know environment of what we're wanting to create so it's been a really awesome move to get to be like in it fully awesome. <laughs> was it scary in the beginning to take that leap to go on your own completely oh my gosh it was so scary and i honestly don't even think i was like connected to what i was doing i was just like okay let's do it mm -hmm. um 
because now that I'm restarting and doing this all over again, I've had so many fears and so many things that I've had to like overcome to start another business and how that looks totally different than the business that I have currently. Now, you said you went uh, with two other girls. Are you guys partners together? Yeah, yeah okay. we're all partners, 33.3%. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's it's been a lot of fun, and that's created, you know, relationships, and that's really taken, like, the, the leadership role of what it is to have a space and being able to, you know, kind of accommodate all of us and what we're mm -hmm. wanting to create. And luckily we all have like a very similar vision. Um, so that's been, yeah, learning experience. So was it like having partners? Did you have partners before or is it, was it a new thing? Um, <clears throat> no, I did not have partners before this. That was definitely a new thing. Um, and I think we were all just like so excited and we just were like, okay, listen, like we're going to all grow and we're going to all change. And we just have to all be in this and be ready to adapt to everyone's life and how it shifts and changes. And over the five years, it's like we all take turns stepping up and making that, um, you know, yes, we're all partners and we're all equals, but depending on what's going on in your life, maybe there, you don't have as much energy to put into the business and somebody else does. And so that dynamic has really um, like come to light as we've grown. And that's been nice where we don't have, uh, like we just, we know, we know we're all in it and we know it's okay if one person's ahead or what, you know, can, we're all catching up, taking yeah. turns, being the one, you know, in charge, if you will. <laughs> totally. The ebbs and flows and like they can get your slack if you're not feeling it or you have things going on and vice versa type of thing. Absolutely. <clears throat> yeah. Was there anything you guys did in the beginning to like lay some ground rules to make sure your partnership is going to be successful? Um. <clears throat> just kind of having that conversation. I mean, honestly, we were winging it. Yeah. <laughs> we were all just like, we knew we wanted to create a really like comfortable space for our clients. Um, so all of our vision was the same. And I think as time has gone on, we've, um, you know, worked out things that come along the way because you kind of, you can set up how you want it to go, but life or circumstances are going to bring something totally different to light. Mm -hmm. And so as those things have come up, it's just been like, okay, now we're in, in this situation. What do we want to do as, you know, all of us? So again, just communication, really. I mean, staying connected and communicating with each other on, you know, what it is we've been wanting to do. It's huge. Now, do you, you guys navigate through COVID together then? Yes, we did. How, what was that like? Um, that was wild. That was super wild. We closed about two weeks before, um, like we were actually closed down mm -hmm. and then it was like, okay, what are we going to do? And we all kind of did our own thing. Um, mm -hmm. not necessarily all together. You know, I had my little pity party for a minute and then it's like, okay, what am I going to do now? Like, how am I going to make money? What, you know, my business, I have to be with people. And so I had a client reach out and she's like, what's the best box color to get for my hair? And mm -hmm. I'm like, uh, no, <laughs> yeah. 
no box like this is going to be a nightmare like if my clients are putting box color on their hair by the time we get back mm -hmm. this is not going to be no recovery for, for anybody yeah. you know um so i had an idea to start putting out color kits and so i stayed connected with my clients and emailed them and said hey here's what i'm doing if you want to touch up your roots at home i'll create a box for you um, and i'll drop it off and so I have two little girls and they were home with me during that time. And so I think that they were kind of like my motivation too, to like for them to see their mom, like take the next step. Mm -hmm. And, and so, um, it became such a thing that I was like, okay, I will collect all the orders through the week. And then on Friday we will go and deliver them. And so my girls and I would grab some donuts, get some coffee, <laughs> and we would head out and I'd make a map through, you know, the Phoenix area and just go and give out color kits to my clients. And it got me through. That's great. I mean, a very good pivot too. I mean, yeah. identifying something that they need that you obviously want them to be customers down the line. So it's like, let's not wreck your hair. Yes. Let me help you with that. That's very smart. Yeah. So have you always kind of had that entrepreneurial spirit about you then? I believe that I have. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think I ever looked at it that way, but the more that I'm growing and, and you know, reflecting, I've definitely always had that, um, that spirit about me that, you know, I enjoy being my own boss. I enjoy um, struggling and figuring it out and how to overcome it and to keep growing and just not really, I've never been one to be, under someone else's rules, mm -hmm. you know? It totally makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, how'd you get into coaching? What brought that about? That was something that, um, as I have grown and started working on myself and personal development and getting my own coach, I just started really seeing the benefits of having somebody else, um, to talk with and have somebody else, you know, help me see things from a different perspective. Mm -hmm. um, so feeling my, like feeling and watching myself grow was like, I, I love this. I want to, I want to do this. I want to be part of other people's, you know, self discoveries and other people's healing journeys. Um, so it was just kind of, by accident, yeah. <laughs> if you will, you know, I wasn't really thinking about it. I saw uh, my friend's mom is a coach and she's, you know, was coaching me. And now at this point, she's way more of like a mentor. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like inspired by her. And like, I want to, yeah, I always joke with her, you know, like, I want to be you. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. I want, I love what she does. And so I'm just trying to create the path for myself of what that looks like. And um, helping other women along the way. Cool. Now, Jay Shetty, I've heard of him. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. I might have even read a book at some point by him, but how did you get into his coaching program? Well, so there's no real, like, regulation around coaching, and so mm -hmm. anybody can be a coach. And I had done this mastermind with some women, and um, the coach or, you know, the leader of that group was like, hey, Nicole, just do it. Like, just be a coach. And it's like, okay, but there's just so many other things to like take into, I can't just be like, I'm going to be a coach, you know? Mm -hmm. And one day I started to feel like, okay, I'm worthy of this. I can totally do this. 
And so I put it out there, hey, I want to I want to coach. And one of my clients took me up on it. And afterwards, I called my now mentor and I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> like, um, I think I just tried to therapize her. Like, I, I need to figure something out. Like, mm -hmm. I need to really I want to stay in my lane of coaching and I don't want, you know, there to be like crossover. I am not qualified as a therapist at all. Mm -hmm. um, and so. It was like I wanted to be certified, but I didn't want to be certified to just be certified. I really wanted to have, you know, a connection with what I was doing. And Jay Shetty has been part of my growth. Mm -hmm. I, you know, listen to him almost every morning, his podcast. And um, so it's been really like influential in my own journey. And somehow I stumbled upon that he had opened up a school and I'm like, oh, my God, like, what this is incredible and so i looked it up and i was literally like went to my husband like i want to do this and like got on the phone and was like sign me up nice. <laughs> so you actually hit on something a second ago i want to go back to um you said therapize or therapy yeah i butchered that word but that's okay yeah um so what is the difference between coaching and therapy yeah so um therapy is very um you know <clears throat> A therapist might tell you things to do or you'll there might be a situation that has come up in your life that you need to really um, you know sit with for a while and really gain clarity on all of it and you'll have way more guidance as a, th a therapist and a coach um, we see all of our clients as whole already and we believe that you have all the answers within yourself uh, because nobody knows you better than you. So our job as a coach is to, you know, hold space and ask, um, you know, thought provoking types of questions to help you really dig within to find your own answers. So what does that look like then? Like, cause I've, I've never had a, I've had business coaches, but more like mentors and stuff. Mm -hmm. So what does the coaching session look like? If I come to you and say, uh, hey, Nicole, can you help me out? You know, maybe just help my head or I want to be more successful. Mm -hmm. What, uh, how would we start? Uh, well, yeah, having a goal in mind is always great. Um, but also finding your blocks. Mm -hmm. So what's interesting is sometimes, you know, it might be like, okay, I want to, you know, have this successful business. So it's like, okay, well, let's look at that. What blocks are coming up? Because there's a lot of things that can be in the way. Like a lot of people just think like, okay, maybe someone's scared to be successful or they don't think they're enough or they're worthy of that. Um, but then there's like the other flip side where maybe they totally believe in themselves, but maybe they're scared of success, scared of what that looks like, scared of, you know, so a coaching session would be, you know, kind of creating a goal mm -hmm. and then really just working, you know, working through it and, and getting your mindset in the right place. Um, a lot of the times with coaching, it's really, it's all mindset shift, mm -hmm. you know, seeing things the way that you want to see them and not the way that you've been conditioned um, from society or family to see them. Do you have a good example of that by chance? 
a good example of of seeing things the way you want to see it as opposed to the way you've been conditioned to see things like any and you know take a second but yeah be a good example of that would be kind of neat well so <laughs> one one thing that comes to mind is so we're we're born you know us who we are and as life goes on yes we become conditioned um, and so think of it almost as every time we are conditioned from society or from our family or we take something in um, and we don't process it and resolve it, think of it as putting on a mask. And so you're continually through your life putting on these masks and you become an adult and it's like, who am I? Mm -hmm. Like what's, you know, what's going on? And so that's another um, thing through coaching is we are peeling back that mask. We're taking those masks off to work to get you to your authentic self of what your beliefs are, not what you've been, you know, conditioned to believe. Makes sense. So like an example would be, uh, like I, I grew up and my, my dad was an engineer, but he worked, you know, worked at a mine. My grandfather worked at a mine. Mm -hmm. My great grandfather worked at a mine. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I used to hear money doesn't grow on trees. Yes. You know, and you hear that your entire life and you just think that money is just, you know, so scarce and you can never get your hands on it. But yeah. um, obviously, uh, through time, I was able to develop some different belief systems through different people, which is like, you know, money is abundant. Yeah. There's, you know, you can make it. So like those are some of the shifts and stuff you can help people make. Absolutely. And, and really just gaining tools <clears throat> and strengthening yeah. that uncomfortability mm -hmm. because it's all unknown. It's so easy to continue down the path that we already know. It's easy, you know, if for instance with you, like it's easy to believe that money doesn't grow on trees. That's what you've been heard, you know, mm -hmm. told. And you believe it and you take it in until one day something somewhere sparked something that made you start to think things in a different way. Yeah. And so that's what's going on in a coaching session. It's creating different perspective. You're looking at it this way, but have you looked at it that way? Mm -hmm. And so you can start to kind of pull back the layers and then that's getting you to, you know, again, your, your authentic self. That's awesome. So how often uh, do you do coaching sessions like for an individual? Um, right now I'm doing, most people like to do it once a week, mm -hmm. which, you know, might sound like a lot, but I mean, life's coming at us fast. Mm -hmm. And especially if they have like a goal in mind, um, meeting once a week and just keeping, you know, keeping them on track. And then once they've been coming, you know, for a while, if they feel like, okay, like biweekly or something like that. But typically I'm seeing my clients right now once a week. Okay. But how would somebody like sign up with you or inquire on more information? Through my website, uh, which is couragechangecoaching.com. And yeah, every, every, like the price sheet, everything is on there of what I do and what you would get out of our sessions. Awesome. And are there any particular types of people that you think you can help get the best results? Right now, I'm currently working with women. Okay. Um, kind of ages, you know, a pretty broad range, you know, mm. 30 to 65, um, which sounds wild, but you get us all in a room and we're all experiencing, you know, the same, the same things. And, mm -hmm. um, so yeah, mostly women right now. Okay. Uh, it's a very good niche, especially you are a woman. So you yeah. understand maybe some struggles that 
that I wouldn't necessarily understand. Yeah. Are they mostly entrepreneurs or are they working within organizations? Um, most of my clients right now are entrepreneurs um, mm -hmm. or just business women in the field in general. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. So where do you see it going? Like what's your, what's your goal? My goal is to just impact, you know, as many women as I can help them really just, you know, when it comes down to it, it's just getting out of our own way mm -hmm. and showing up and creating goals and, you know, crushing them. So I would love to, um, you know, help as, yeah, help as many women as possible and create courses and um, host retreats and I've, I've done some like group gatherings before and I really enjoy that as well because something I've learned through doing that is, um, you know, all of our challenges are just, and when they're talked about are actually medicine for mm -hmm. somebody else. And so when you get a group of women together, you can really make like an impact. Awesome. Do you guys uh, read like a lot of books and stuff? Do you recommend that kind of stuff to your coaching group or? Um, I will uh, recommend some books from time to time. It really, every client, I, I don't have like a set structure of how mm -hmm. I do things because every person that comes has their own. A little different. Yeah, they're all mm -hmm. different. And so some people just want to show up and just do the work there in the session. But some people want to have, you know, homework, if you will. They want to have tools to utilize and to really help bring reflection. If you're not used to reflecting, mm -hmm. you know, having extra tools to help you do that will help get you there faster. Awesome. Are there any like books and stuff that have helped you over the last several years that you would recommend? Oh my goodness. Um, a lot of books. I think my very first one was the four agreements. Oh, great book. Yeah. That really got it going. Um, but the biggest one for me where I feel like I had one, like the biggest, like, oh my goodness was untethered soul. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's really learning to become an observer of your thoughts and not live in your head mm -hmm. and not be your thoughts. And that has made the biggest impact. And that's how I became a coach because if I would have kept listening to everything inside of my head, I would never have even attempted it. Yeah. Explain, explain that further. So I, I mean, what does that mean? Like being able to observe your thoughts? So being an observer of your thoughts, uh, you know, we live in our head and we can sit there and create all kinds of stories. Most of the stories aren't even true. You know, for instance, like, okay, coming here today, I could, I could have been like, oh my gosh, this is going to go this way, this way. And like been in my head all about it. Right. Um, but being an observer of your thoughts is, is learning to like disconnect from that and be more present and asking yourself like what you need. So can I give an example yeah, of how absolutely. I like really learn that? Okay. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> I'm reading this book and learning how to like, okay, become an observer. And the biggest thing for me was doing the dishes. <laughs> like yeah. I'm in my head, right? And yeah. I'm doing dishes and I'm pissed. I'm pissed. I'm doing dishes and nobody else is doing anything. And so as I'm reading this book, it's like you want to stop that train of thought, right? So you want to recognize it. And, and boy, do you, you know, you feel it in your mm -hmm. body. It's like, I am getting pissed off. Um, so you become an observer. It's like, okay, I'm mad. I, take a breath. What do you really need right now? It's like, I just need help. 
I'm not, I'm not mad at everyone else. I'm, I just need help. Mm -hmm. And it was like, okay, <clears throat> let me go and ask for help. Hey guys, you want to help me? You know, they're like, oh sure. Yeah. You know, and they get up and it's like, oh my gosh, I, I just did that. I became, you know, I really disconnected and got underneath the thought process. Yeah. Um, which allows you to get to a solution, right? Which allows you to get to a solution. So this like loop that just goes on and on in your head. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. This, you know, the same loop that kept me from being a coach, you mm -hmm. know, it took me like two years to get to being like, okay, I'm going to do this because I told myself I wasn't good enough. I told myself I couldn't do it. You know, why would somebody want me as their coach when they could have, look at all these big people, you know, Jay Shetty or, you know, Tony Roth, like these huge names mm -hmm. and who wants little old me over here. And it's like surrounding myself with people who were in the starting point mm -hmm. and working through the same things that I was having to go through, just shed light on, we all start somewhere. And even these big names, they, they weren't just a big name. They, they had to work to get there. Yeah, it took them 10 years. It to took them yeah. 10 years. Yeah. It yeah. took them years and years. So, um, I'm forgetting what the question or where we were going with that, but yeah, I just, Getting, getting out of your own way, getting out of your head, getting out of your thoughts, you know, looking at them, observing them. No, I think it's, it's uh, super smart and if people can adapt that, I mean, it's just a real pragmatic way to look things. Yeah. Because when you feel like that, that kinesthetic feeling, like you're talking about dishes, mm -hmm. like of late my wife hates dishes, like it is like her number one pet peeve. Yeah. <laughs> I can like see it in her face when she is doing it and uh, now like the kids help, but like that kinesthetic reaction, you know, you get closed up, you know, you're angry. But if you can step back from that, like, okay, how can I solve this? It really can change anything, like any any business problem you have, any family personal problem. Yeah. And it allows you to detach and, you know, be pragmatic about decisions, which is huge. Yeah. And we can, mm -hmm. we can all feel that. And so that's something I do with my clients as well. You know, it's like, what does that trigger feel like? You we know what it feels like, you know, your heart starts racing or you start, you know, closing up like you just said. And mm -hmm. it's like, that's telling you something. It's not telling you to be pissed and to run down that road. You've done that a thousand times and you know where that leads. Just take a breather. Just mm -hmm. take a second and ask yourself, like, what's really underneath this feeling? And it changes your whole life. I mean, seriously, because you don't walk around being a victim anymore. You're taking, you know, accountability for what's going on in your life. And that's what I'm working with these women on. It's like, we're accountable. We can't control anyone else. All we can do is control us, how we show up in a situation um, and how we, you know, create our mindset and live out a life that, you know, we feel proud of. Mm -hmm. So. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. It sounds like you got a great business going, and obviously your salon business is still thriving. Yeah. Um, so are, you mentioned your website, but are you on social media? Yes. Yeah, I'm on Instagram as well, and that is um, uh, Courage to Change underscore Coaching. Okay. Yep. And at Facebook or anything, or just Instagram? just Instagram? Yep. Yeah, <laughs> okay, I like it. Keep it simple. Yeah. It's awesome. Well, this was great. I think very insightful for people. And um, hey, everybody. I hope you got a lot out of this. And if you're looking for a life coach, you know, check out Nicole. Go to her website. Uh, I think she could be of great value to you, especially if you're a woman in business for yourself or looking to make those changes. Um, so again, if you guys like this, make sure uh, to subscribe to the channel. You know, like it, leave a comment uh, for Nicole and I. And we appreciate you tuning in. We'll see you next time.